I wholeheartedly believe gaining peace in our life is way less about chasing and capturing it and way more about creating it. When we shift our thinking that peace is actually creatable, it changes everything. When we decide what matters to us, and I mean what really matters to us, we can make a few key changes and live a more meaningful life, the one we're dying to live. Hi, I'm Tony Matson, and I'm on a mission to encourage and empower women to live the life God created them for. If you're ready to rediscover your passion, redefine what's important, and recapture the time to live it, well, my friend, you're in the right place. Live the Life Podcast is my roll-up-your-sleeves workshop-style show that'll help crack the code of your passion, power, peace, and purpose. I'm a Midwest gal, speaker, author, podcaster, and encourager, and I love all things God, family, and hope. So no matter your season in life, what you do, what you hope to do, or whether we're talking about the tough stuff or the triumphs, I'll be your biggest cheerleader, your loudest fan, and yep, you guessed it, I'll help you live the life God created you for. I'm so grateful you're on this ride with me. So here we go. This is the Live the Life Podcast. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Live the Life Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Matson, and I couldn't be happier that you've joined me and that we're on this ride together. Hey, today we're talking about peace, and it's the third P in my string of four, passion, power, peace, and purpose. And Little Miss Peace is an important one. Well, they all are. But this one can be a little bit cagier than the others. This one can launch us into maybe a lifelong game of hide and seek. At least it sure seemed that way for me. Gosh, it took me a long time. But because of the deepish kind of dive we're going to do in this topic, I'm going to break it into two separate episodes so that we can kind of come up for air in between them, okay? Uh, for both, though, you're going to want your journal and a pen and maybe an erasable type. Aren't those great? Okay, little bunny trail here. Honestly, one of my coaching students told me about erasable pens and, and even highlighters only a few months ago. And I thought, Where have these little jewels been all my life? I know, I know uh, they've probably been around for years, but see see what happens when you spend more time with your horse than researching innovative office supplies, maybe? Okay, okay, back. So yes, I love the subject of peace. It's what so many of us want and need and yet are so befuddled on how to secure it. And I do have a confession. Over the years, Peace and I, well, we've had kind of this contentious relationship. I wouldn't go so far as saying a love-hate relationship. That's just way too negative. But I would say, though, it's been a complicated one. And for years, Peace has been this kind of evasive, never quite accomplishable state of mind that I thought a person either just had or didn't. You either were somehow clever or accomplished enough to possess it, or you were destined to live tied in a knot. And for those who found it, well, we'd find them sitting cross-legged, hands resting on their lap and humming, um... Okay, so don't get me wrong, that does really sound blissful. I just couldn't settle myself long enough to get there. Okay, I, I see you. I see you shaking your head, right? So I'm not alone. Yeah, 
I know. But do you ever feel like you're on this crazy hamster wheel of chasing peace but never catching it, and the fact that you can't catch it creates even more peacelessness? Okay, wait. Is that a word, peacelessness? Okay, I don't think so, but we're going to make it one today, okay? And in this episode, I want to share some insights and beliefs, if you will, that I've gathered and that have, you know, that I've valued over the years about my my sweet little friend, Peace. These are things that they make a ton of sense to me, and they might for you too. I hope so, but they may not. And as always, I encourage you to take from my episodes what resonates with you and, you know, the things that move your needle, hang on to those. And I will never be offended that you leave the rest, okay? That's kind of the rule. Take what you need, what want, leave the rest. All right, here we go. I think achieving a peaceful life is not the luck of the draw. Mm-mm, nope, not a flip of the coin. It's not one of those things that either you win peace or you don't, or that you're one of those unfortunates that just don't deserve it. I don't believe that for a red hot minute. Man, that is one sad thought. But I do have kind of good news and bad news. You know, <laughs> whenever whenever I said that to my boys when they were little, they'd always insist on hearing the good news first. So I'm going with that. The good news is I wholeheartedly believe gaining peace in our life is way less about chasing and capturing it and way more about creating it. When we shift our thinking that peace is actually creatable, it changes everything. But here's the bad news. It doesn't happen overnight, okay? It's not like this, you know, snap of the finger conversion. It's, I don't know, more like an investment. It's a journey we choose to take of really learning more about ourselves and then being open and actually embracing a personal evolution, okay? Being open to change. You know the old saying, if you keep doing the same things, you're going to keep getting the same results. You know what? That's not us, is it, ladies? Nope. We are more courageous than that. We are. Yes, we are. You know this. Accomplishing anything of value takes time, thoughtfulness, intention, and yep, even patience. Nothing happens just because we say we want it to. And in the case of creating a peace-filled life, it'll take some introspection. Let's kind of just plan on popping the hood and taking a little honest inventory of what we're lacking or feel like we're lacking and what we're swimming in and wish we weren't. It'll take looking at our world on the inside and as well on the outside in defining what peace means to us personally, individually. But here's the cool thing. That's what makes this so interesting and even exciting. My definition of peace will always be different than yours, right? And what I'm willing to do and change and sacrifice in order to live a life of peace is going to be different than yours too. And it's supposed to be. That's what makes creating our peace, I don't know, kind of an adventure, maybe even an adventure of a lifetime. But thankfully, it doesn't have to take a lifetime. In these two episodes, I'm going to give you the inside track on how to create your peace in all sorts of different areas of your life. And, you know, you'll get a few tips, tricks, hacks, whatever you want to call them. But it'll, you know, it's going to begin to, I don't know, help you realize what areas of your life contribute to your peace and how to expand on those. And then which ones rob us of our peace and how we can change those. And to do that, we're going to start with an activity. So grab your journal and your erasable pens, right? Love that. Okay. Our first activity is going to be 
just take a sec, chill your, your mind, your heart, take a couple of big deep breaths and list, I don't know, three, at least three, maybe a few more if you want, words that represent what a peace-filled life will look and feel like for you. Okay? List three, four maybe, words that represent what a peace-filled life will look and feel like for you. Okay? Take, I don't know, take one minute, 60 seconds. Okay. You with me? Good job. Okay. So it seems to me, and see if you agree, that peace goes hand in hand with power. Okay. Do you feel like I just kind of put oil and water together? I know. Okay. Just stay with me. I don't mean the nasty negative kind of power that, you know, that some people use to manipulate others. And that's not at all what I mean. I mean the 4P kind of power. The power we have over our environment, what goes into our minds, bodies, you know, into our lives, you know, what we do, what we don't do, what we say yes to, what we say no to, and what and who we surround ourselves with, you know, what we choose to believe and how we choose to live. That's the kind of power I'm talking about. Here's one of my favorite axioms. The degree of peace we enjoy is directly linked to how well we exercise our power, okay? It's one that I came up with. I believe it. I just really do. The degree of peace we enjoy is directly linked to how well we exercise our power. Okay? Yeah. Does this sound a little bit familiar? If you listened to my episode on power, you might remember I said that we have the power to make choices that determine the type of life we live. And in this case, those choices will either promote living a peaceful life or preventing it, right? So for instance, if we choose to allow, I don't know, toxic relationships into our life, we're going to have less peace, right? If we choose to have our home filled with all sorts of clutter and excess and distractions, we're going to experience less peace. If we choose to cram 10 pounds of appointments, demands, and all sorts of crazy requirements in our personal five pound bag, well, my friends, we're going to live a life full of stress, and void of peace. So creating a peace-filled life really does boil down to choice, our power to choose. Yep. You'll be surprised. Oh my gosh. At, uh, and maybe not at how intertwined and interrelated the four P's are, but that'll kind of uh, come on another episode. Okay. So you've listed a few words that describe what your peace-filled life will look like once you've created it, right? And even more importantly, what is it going to feel like? Feelings are, ugh, they're such motivators, okay? We're feeling creatures. So if you haven't noticed, we're very motivated by things that we either 
are drawn to, that we want to feel like, or we don't want to feel like. So very motivating. Now, okay, you're going to do one more activity in this episode that'll set the stage for how we roll into the next one. All right, here's the thing. If you want to chew more on these words that you've listed, change them. I don't care. That's why we have erasable pens. Yay! So do what you want. But by the next episode, I do want you to I don't know, zero in on three or four of those that really resonate with you. Okay, so this activity too, we're going to take another 60 seconds or so, but I want you to list three areas of your life you crave feeling more peace. Where in your life do you want to feel more peace? What areas are standing up and waving their hands saying, hey, pick me, I want more peace. Okay, take 60 seconds or so. Because like I say, you can always chew on these a little bit more outside of the episode, but it's important just to kind of choose these areas, okay? All right, take a minute. Okay, you got a few down there. Okay, by the way, just, you know, for your information, I ask myself these questions, gosh, I don't know, maybe two or three times a year just to keep on track. And this isn't kind of a one and done process. We are forever evolving. And that means that our needs and desires and perspectives and beliefs are too. And it's good and healthy when we check in with ourselves now and then to just see what's changing because we're always changing. And the only question is to what degree are those changes and in what direction. So good work, ladies. Okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to close the episode by giving a few examples of this process so that, I don't know, it might help solidify things for you. While I was writing this episode, I asked a few of my friends the same two questions that I asked you, and here's how they answered it. The words they chose to describe how their peace-filled life will feel were peaceful, organized, serene, nourishing, inspiring, and healthful. Cool, right? Okay, so the words they chose to describe the three areas of their life they wanted to feel more peace in were my routines or lack of them, my house um, doesn't feel like me, my schedule, it's unclear priorities create stress, my clutter, I just simply can't keep up, my relationships, not enough time for them all, and my me time. What is that anyway? Interesting, isn't it? I find mine, I don't know, really actually are pretty similar, no matter what season of life I'm in. How about you? Okay, ladies, let's pull the key points together and put a pretty little bow on them. Ah, where'd that come from? Anybody who knows me knows I'm more of kind of a faded bandana gal, so I'll tie mine up with that. And if you want to tie yours up with a bow, 
go for it, girl. We all deserve peace, right? After all, I mean, honestly, in John 14, Jesus talks about peace, peace I leave you, peace I give you. It was his intention all along that we experience his gift of peace and live in that state, right? We don't need to chase it or corner it or capture it for us to live it. We can create it. And to create it, we need to first define what it looks and feels like for us. Otherwise, we're shooting in the dark. You did two activities to help you begin to answer that. The first one was, what will your peace-filled life look and feel like when you've created it? The second question was, what areas of your life do you crave feeling more peace? Okay, you wrote those down, and we're going to jump in right at that point in our next episode. So there you have it. What a delight it's been spending time with you today and just kind of poking some holes in the topic of peace so that we can let some light in. I look forward to our next time when we pick up right there where we left off and we dive deeper into creating your peace so you'll be closer to living the life God created you for. You know that's what he wants, right? He wants it for all of us, right? You know, girl, that's it. And as always, If you know somebody who you think would enjoy this episode, please send them the link and encourage them to visit TonyMatson.com, become a TM Insider, and go and get all of the cool things, get to the front of the line, and just enjoy. One more thing. Thank you for all the great questions you've been emailing me. I'll be answering them in the order they come in on Q&A day. That's the last episode of the month. You're asking things like, how did you find your purpose? And how did I conquer my fear of speaking? And why I think horses are so right for helping vets? Why I'm focusing only on women and not including men? All sorts of great stuff. I'll answer all of these and more in the upcoming Q&A days. Send all of your questions to Tony at TonyMatson.com. Until next time, my friends, thanks again. Wow, that went by fast, didn't it? Cracking the code and discovering the shifts we can make to live the life God created us for is what our time is all about, and then some. So if this topic resonated with you, I want to know. And if you know someone who needs to hear this, please encourage them to tune in. Go to TonyMatson.com and become a TM Insider so that they can get all the goodies too. After all, that's what friends do, right? Speaking of friends, I'd love to hear from you. Email me at Tony at TonyMatson.com. Thanks for being on this ride with me. God bless and see you next time. And of course, hey gals, let's live like somebody left the gate open.